Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. Hey, guys, and I am Rob Federick. So excited to be here. Rob Schulte here, glistening, just shining. I'm so happy, Peter, that you allowed uh, this movie to enter my ecosystem. Are you having a sparkling, defining moment? <laughs> you know me, I'm actually just sitting here uh, tense and grunting and staring at you guys all the way across the country. Just, uh, I, so, I don't know. <laughs> are we all just going to stare off in, in angsty uh, oblivion? <laughs> And uh, and not really say anything. Not really say anything. Or, <laughs> or are we also gonna like stutter like five times through our words? It's like um, uh, it's just uh, I don't know what to say. In, it's, it's, in case the audience hasn't picked yeah. up on what we are discussing today, we are discussing the movie Twilight, two thousand and eight, the original. Wow. The original. Yes. <laughs> Wait, there's a non-original? I don't know. I, I, I was like, some people might get a mix up with the, the Twilight Zone or the other true. five movies that came out after. I think it was or five the or four. The first one in the, the trilogy or the court. There's the, four. There's five. Five? Four? Five? They split some of them. I know that. Like okay. Harry Potter did. Okay, so I gotcha. Know. I know there was three books. Yeah, there were three and, books and then the 50 movies. <laughs> yeah. They milked that cow for all she's worth, let me tell you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess let's get into like when we first started watching these. No, movies. before that, before that, let's let's yeah. get into let's get into is this a punchable movie? Like what what would what would the rating on this So, yeah, because I, you could really you could really go a lot of different ways with this, couldn't you, Rob? Well, yeah. you can, but I would say that you need to fucking throw yourself off a cliff <laughs> just to avoid watching this movie. <laughs> oh, That's no. my personal opinion. <laughs> but if we're going to give it a serious rating, it's it's uh it's really just uh, you, you know what? It's just a sit in a quiet room and contemplate your existence movie because there's no <laughs> honestly guys, for me there's no real reason to really rush and see this movie. I understand the hype behind it. We'll get into the, all the technicalities between the books and the movies and all that stuff. While it does mark a staple in what I like to call teeny bopper uh, sci-fi fantasy fiction movies. Uh, not not for me, guys. I don't know if you share my stuff. Man, I'm punching myself right now for never seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> for never having seen it? Oh, God, no. I'm punching myself right now for having picked it. I actually... Okay, here's the thing. Um, I was doing an interview with uh, Bravo Wall Black, and they were like, Peter, you should review Twilight. I was all like, on your on your podcast. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, I'm good. Okay, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's jump in. Sure. Because, like, you know, this is a movie, and we are magical at the movie, so we review... There's no movie off limits. So I'm very curious I mean, as to what you guys' opinions are, but yeah. Yeah, I think that like you can't deny that this was a successful movie. Yeah. That well, doesn't necessarily make it the best movie in the world. <laughs> but yeah. Um here's the thing. I avoided this series like the plague. Yeah. You know, in 2008, well, you know, even before when the books were coming out and stuff. Like I was I was that much of a dude, you know, but also it was like, I didn't even want to give it a chance. I like worked it with someone who was obsessed with it 
And, you know, every now and again, you go on like cigarette breaks or something and you'd be like, yeah, tell, pitch it to me, you know? And then they would like get to this point where they'd be like, and then they play baseball and you're like, oh, what? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, hang God. On. oh and, God. And that was for me, the low point of Muse's career oh. uh, in, honest, in all honesty <laughs> is surrendering the rights to their music for that scene. And they're swimming in their Scrooge McDuck gold coin pool right now probably going man that <clears throat> twilight decision um, you know? <laughs> so i watched this last night with uh, my girlfriend who uh-huh. uh is slightly younger than i am so she was uh, uh like uh, she was like in her late teens when this movie came out and when the books came out she was did a little she, she, she was a little younger and she did watch it uh, before. She was actually kind of excited to see what my reaction was going to okay. be when I watched this movie. But <laughs> uh-huh. I told her that I've only watched it once and really once was enough. Like, I really did not want. So it's not available for free on any streaming platform oh, right now. <laughs> yeah. So I really didn't want to give it my money. But then I saw it was like a dollar ninety nine on Amazon. And I was like, OK, let's do this. But even she says that the movie is garbage the books actually are better we'll get into the technicalities of that later but the whole thing is that even a twilight fan yeah like despises the movie like she like hate watched i don't it. think that she's mm-hmm. the only one mm-hmm. but before we go any further is there a uh is there a back of the box back of the box or uh, do we need a, do, do you have this uh on vhs <laughs> oh you know that i do i know you do you're a cinemaphile of course you do i had I keep things on file even when I do not, when I have not seen them, just for moments like this, Peter. And uh, let me just <laughs> blow in the dust off of this box here, real quick. Um, Bella Swan doesn't expect much when she moves to the small town of Forks, Washington, until she meets the mysterious and handsome Edward Cullen. A boy who's hiding a dark secret. He's a vampire. As the worlds and hearts collide, Edward must battle the bloodlust raging inside of him, as well as a coterie of undead that would make Bella their prey. Based on the number one New York Times bestselling sensation by Stephanie Meyer, Twilight adds a dangerous twist to the classic story of star-crossed lovers. Oh, like Romeo and Juliet. Titanic, like we guys. don't get it. Like we don't. Guys. Guys. Yes. Let, let's let's be frank here. Okay, yeah, let's be frank. You go. Can I still be Rob? You can be you can be Rob. I'll okay. I'll be frank. So and this is a debate that we can get into another type of successful book series that was turned into mo- movies that, in my opinion, are garbage. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. What, where where, where do you think? Superman. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't I know if those were books Potter. or not. They were comic books, technically. They were comic books. I don't know if uh, if uh, Richard Donner wrote his version on a novel form beforehand. But um, my thing is that the... The appeal of this book, I guess, or story is the supernatural side. Because if you strip away the vampire element from Edward Cullen, you're just stuck with like a creepy stalker guy. Yeah. The same thing sure. with like Fifty Shades of Grey. You strip the billionaire side of him. And he's like, you put you put uh, Christian Grey in a trailer park that likes to do the same stalker. things. And it's he's, he's a fucking like, yeah. like felon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's a criminal. But women... 
appeal to that story for some reason because they love the 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 mystifying side of it. But I think it just so cheapens the story for me because it's so forced in a way yeah. that to me it just man, I don't know. I there's a million reasons why I can't get behind this movie or the book series, but like that's probably the primary thing for me is that they make the character get away with very wrong and stupid behavior yeah. just because he happens to be a vampire. There's other ways to present this story, in my opinion, that would make it far more engaging. Well, I, I think here's the thing. And before I get into my producer notes, actually, I, <laughs> I want to give it's, I, I want to give a, a shout out to Bravo Wall Black, Aaron and Kaya, because they 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 were literally like, oh, Peter, you know, you you, you sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, I'll uh, uh, sweetest thing. You know what I mean? That's I mean yeah, like, you know. yeah. So I was like, OK, yeah. And we'll give this because uh, this is such a pop culture pop cultural phenomenon that happened like a decade ago that I'm like, oh, we should review this just to see what's what it's all about. Now, I'm going to I'm going to start off by saying the acting is not good. But you know, what's funny is that the actor who played Edward Cullen, Robert Pattinson, he kind of destroyed this movie on the DVD uh, commentary. I don't know if you guys know that. (laughs) No, he destroyed. Like, I want to I want to I would love to borrow your DVD version, uh, Rob. And, uh, and I only and put have VHS. The, I'm sorry. Oh, you do. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna have to find the. I'm gonna have to find this commentary somewhere because apparently he destroyed it. Interesting. Oh, well, man. it was funny because as I was watching the movie, right? Like I also harped on the acting yep. being terrible because the dialogue is also terrible. Like the lines are just terrible, and so it's like you know you've got good actors there. You got Anna Kendrick in there. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say out. like I think the acting is actually kind of good. Really? I just don't think the dialogue. The, is the, the dialogue's <laughs> terrible, so it's like you don't yeah. really give these actors room to play with, right? Yeah. But like the acting is so bad on all levels, in my opinion, because of this thing. That actually, the only one that kind of was like sort of better was was fucking Robert Pattinson to me. No, and, he was good. And, and I will say that. And and good. Jen, my girlfriend, was like, "No, he is not. Like he literally <laughs> did a bad job on purpose. Like that's the urban legend, and that like he despises these movies. So it's interesting to hear you say that, Peter, yeah. because." I would love to watch it on DVD and listen to the commentary from him. That'd be very interesting to see his insight on this whole thing. You know who actually like uh, who they should have they should have kept Jacob with long hair because the long hair is awesome. I would know. (laughs) Well, we we all know why. (laughs) I identified with Jacob. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say that. Sharkboy. I mean, obviously, this movie was not or book series was not intended to even touch our demographic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it so, wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so like us going into this thing being like, you know, people like it for this and blah, 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 blah. The romance novel industry is like a billion dollar industry. Yeah, it's true. This yeah. just took that, put it in middle school and added a new vampire twist. Yeah. You well, know, so like... <clears throat> You can, if you've narrowed down your audience, you can now hit that audience from th- like three different angles. You know, yeah. the like sexiness, the vampiriness, the like dark emo ness to it. And, I heard uh, a metaphor. Somebody told me that it's a metaphor for abstinence and virginity in high school. Like that the whole temptation I've of heard having that too. sex. Hmm. I think it's because um, the other rumor I've heard tied to this is that 
the author's Mormon, and since they right. have such extremely strict uh, rules really? around those yes. sorts of things. Yes. Um, that whether or not, here's my thought on that. Having done zero research, by the way, yeah. um, my thought is that whether or not she intended it to be um, an allegory or something like that, I think when you grow up in those environments, like you, you're kind of sexually religious a little. Yeah, well, like, and it's going to come out, you know, like, yep. this is my life and my writing is part I, of my I life. Even I understand. I'm Catholic, so I, I understand that completely. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen the book cover, though? And there's a scene in the cafeteria where they allude to the book cover, which is the apple, right? Yeah. Like, in the mm -hmm. two hands. What does that have to do with vampires in the story, except it's an allegory? I mean, that's the Adam and Eve apple. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. that's what no, they've yeah. been saying. So. It it does have religious on it, and I think also like the metaphor for sex makes a lot of sense when I watch the, like this. So I will. This is my what? What? Yeah. What? What did you pick up? When did you first see this movie? So I saw this movie in two thousand eight. Uh huh. I had recently moved to Los Midnight Angeles. Midnight showing. Oh yeah, Midnight I showing. Up he was this. in line. <laughs> I was. I <laughs> no, but to be honest with you guys. I, at that time, it was a weird moment because I kind of wanted to bring vampires back. I remember rewatching oh, yeah. Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. And I actually Good dressed movie. up as Lestat for, uh, for, for Halloween because I had really long hair at the time that's like curly and stuff like that. And I really, and I got the contacts and everything. And I was like, my friend who dressed up as like Louie, I guess, was mm -hmm. like, hey, they're coming out with this new vampire series, Twilight. It might be interesting. And he showed me the trailer and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's based on a series of books. It might be good. Okay. And then I started really realizing what it was about. And then <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to go see that in the theater. And then when it <laughs> came out on, I think on demand or whatever, I rented it and watched it. And I mean, it filled exactly the expectation that I thought it was going to be. It was like, <laughs> I just was like rolling my eyes half the way, like through the movie. <laughs> on, on the second viewing, I will admit, guys, I, I couldn't get through it. I just, I, I had to stop midway through. Yeah. So. It did take me, it took me uh, two days. So I watched <laughs> half of it. Yeah. And then I took a break and then we watched the second half of it. I, 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 I did the same thing that, uh, remember I told uh, when Sheena was on? I was like, I'm pausing, yeah. you know, just to take it in. No, I started, pa I was like turning it off. I was like, okay, I need to, I started playing like Star Wars Battlefront. Like I was <laughs> just literally like, I'm just there like going Rambo on Star Wars Battlefront. Just and then, to decompress know, a Just to bit. decompress from it. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> what is with the stairs and the pregnant pauses in this movie? Because I, I, I never saw it. And the first, like the only time I've ever seen any Twilight was uh, the, the reviews. The reviews okay. that, I, that, that are online and you know i'm just like oh this looks terrible this looks but here's the thing i actually watched this and compared it to some of the other the, some of the reviews of the other ones you know like the thing i sent you guys last night yeah the screen oh yeah, yeah 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 okay this movie for all of its flaws as far as the acting goes the look of the movie i really appreciated the cloudy looked, gloominess the, yeah it looked like uh rambo it looked it did, cold yeah, it took a place, to me it took place in a similar, it, setting. Yeah, it was in a similar setting but i liked the color cold. palette i liked the only problem i have with the color palette is that in it, you know it's very blue and gloomy in seattle but when she's in arizona it's the same color palette it's like why don't you change up that color palette what's that orangey it, though in the first not scene? really no it kind of it, it they try they try to make it blue in an orangey environment it just didn't come out right. Mm. It should have been more orangey in Arizona. It should have been a different color palette. That's just, you know, that's what I picked up. But I love the look. And what I was getting at was that if you watch like, because I've seen reviews of the, they look terrible cinematically. 
I mean, they look like it, it looks like a, a sci-fi B-rate movie. You know, this mm. one actually looks like it was shot by a, 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 D, a respectable, a, a respectable DP. DP. Why is that? It's Shouldn't funny. you be getting better as you go? It's funny because my girlfriend says that she hated the colors in this movie and the color. And I was like, I disagreed about, with her. I'm talking about the cinematography. Yeah, no, but that's what she meant. Like, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm with you, Peter. I was like, really? Because I actually think that's like the one good thing the movie's got going mm-hmm. for it is the, the, the color palette. Camera choice is I think different. It's, you don't I like think it's consistent choice? and like definitive. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it is definitely this movie. I don't think it's bad. But I will say that I think it's a little bit flat. So it's it was hard mm. for me to get depth in scenes that I wish I would have gotten more depth in because it felt like it was about five choices of color, even though it was probably like five million. But, yeah, right, uh, right, right. So like running through the forests with Bella on Edward's back, you know, that sort of thing. Some of the <laughs> quick so moments like, the- yeah, well, it just, it didn't uh, cut the mustard. For me. <laughs> well, um, and the visual effects choice could have been that could have been executed six thousand times better than what we saw. Yeah, like in six thousand yeah. different ways. Sorry, that were better than what we saw. <laughs> well, we need to take a break, guys. But Rob, I got a question about that when we come back. Got it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back. It's Magic Girl at the Movies. We're discussing the very serious drama Twilight that we're all still uh, working through emotionally. And, uh, well, before your question, Rob, I actually have a yes. question for you because we didn't get to it. You said that it took you two days to watch it, but was this your first time viewing the yes, this is my very first intro time. introduction to the wonderful saga? of? Uh, yep. Like I said, I had a coworker who told me a lot about it. <laughs> this was my first time actually uh, watching it. How long was the like, gap between that, you know, recommendation till uh, finally, um, finally probably, coming to view it? I think that was around 2010. So yeah, right around 10 years since that happened. Yeah, a little 11 years now, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh my god. Um, I'm terrified of how old I am now. Uh, <laughs> 21. 20. Anyway, um, so Rob, you're you're a um, what do you call him? Computer graphics guy? Is that what it is? Uh, I, I, you yeah, you know could, effects. It could be yes. I yes. I I, I, I was just giving you um, a, a hard time there. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I dabble. I dabble. Is this the? Uh, there's a weird era, and I know this is past the early 2000s uh, prequels of Star Wars. (laughs) But there is a weird era where things kind of looked like PlayStation 2 graphics, but then also we could get Gollum, and then also we could get shiny vampires. And this feels like this is kind of at the tail end where things started really kicking into gear and we can make uh, greyhounds and such. But But here's the deal, guys. 
there are effects and then there are effects, right? So, yeah. if we look at episode one and we look at Jar Jar Binks, mm. guys, that movie came out in 1998. Okay? 99. Wow. 99, sorry. Like, but like circa around that time. Mm-hmm. They, they made that movie like, in 1997. We were all listening to the Family Values Tour album. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Watching. <laughs> What I'm what I'm expressing with that is is that yes, look. Granted, Star Wars is you know the biggest name in the world back then, and like sure. you know, you've got all of the brightest minds of ILM behind Jar Jar Binks making him work. But that was 1999. We're talking nine years later. We're looking at Twilight, and throughout those nine years, they've been a ton of phenomenal VFX in movies like that are great. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, I mean, matrix, the matrix was terrible. Like I, I didn't believe the, you know, the, the, when he's fighting against the Smiths. Well, Major that, Smiths. The, that would well, this like is what I'm game. talking about. That era where yes. like, yes, yeah. it, was it was like yes. hit or miss. There was almost no in between. You know, I think I remember Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man climbing on the wall for the first time. Yeah. I thought it looked great. But I also thought it looked like a PlayStation Two video game. Yeah, you if know? you go back and watch Spider Man, because I recently watched it, it's it's weird how like it it was such an engaging movie, but the VFX definitely fall flat for me there, and the action also kind of is like, whoa, this isn't as exciting as I remember it. You know, what yeah. I mean? and it's and it's interesting because we're all so jaded. Granted, we're getting to a point now where everything is becoming even more and more photo real. That it mm-hmm. is hard to say, you know, like, you know, I still look at Thanos and be like, and look at him as like, that's, that's a fully CG guy. Like, I don't believe sure. that yeah. that, like, I know that that's still, but it looks better than what, you know, agent, the 50 million agent Smiths look like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Obviously. But the thing is, man, I'm sure there were so many VFX houses that like passed on Twilight, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Because maybe yeah. they weren't interested in the story or not, but like, yeah, I mean, it's it just, I guess, it's who you hire, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's like, it, it just, just feels short. like it's it was one of those last movies that's like <sighs> video games looking, but also weird angles like we talked about him running through the forest anyway i just wanted to pick your brain about that since i know absolutely nothing about it well i I think i guess the only thing is it's like the quote the famous ian malcolm quote uh just because you could you didn't stop to think of whether or not you should it's just they (laughs) realize oh we can do digital humans so just put them on screen because they look great but then it really just doesn't fall it doesn't quite land exactly where they want it to that's my yeah. assessment, I guess, for that era. Um, I had a thought, and I want you know, Rob, you might actually be able to help me out even more with this since Jen has read the books. But, um, having not read any of the books, but knowing some plot points of the future story, yeah, mm-hmm. I I really felt like in this movie though the real reason it didn't click for me because I could watch Clueless. I can watch other like I can Clueless watch is a phenomenal thing. movie. I don't know. You know what yeah, you're... I can watch I can see and enjoy movies that you wouldn't traditionally think are pointed at me and my demographic. You know sure, what I mean? Like, sure, sure. And this one I think missed with me a lot because it just seems pretty clear that if you didn't read the book you are missing out on parts of this story. That gotcha. are like too subtle. 
you know like i i don't know peter what do you i mean you haven't read the books this is the first time why did the villain show up i don't know yeah I, 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 see okay so first of all let's let's uh let's talk about that baseball scene uh <laughs> <laughs> okay record wow. scratch wow huh yeah I was like, <laughs> no I, <sighs> okay once once i heard vampire baseball i, I was literally like what I mean, I went from I doing this band. whenever, like, I saw uh, what's her name, Bella, on screen, just like mm-hmm. close the mouth, close the mouth, please close the mouth. To like, once they said, "Oh, we're gonna do vampire baseball," I was like, "Right, what is that?" <laughs> you know, and then yeah. and then this this ridiculous, I I don't know what to call it. This game started playing. Then all of a sudden, the villains showed up. Just ran. I mean, I understand that they were heading the other direction, which you know makes sense, I guess, because they wanted the police to go to east, and then they backtracked west. Well, remember they're vampires, so they have like supersonic hearing. Yeah, and exactly. All that crap. So they, so they, they can, would also they, why. But why? but but my question isn't why they showed up. My question is why did the leader of the pack abandon James and the and the girl so quickly? I I yeah. I failed to remember this part because I didn't the get this. The dude with the dreadlocks. Far. Yeah, I I just didn't get that far. The cool looking one in the, with the second dreadlocks. viewing and I watched the first one like 11 years ago or 12 years ago when I got mm. so like can you remind so what happens at So the end? so so uh the the the, the tracker dude yeah. uh the one guy that's the been blonde but dude. he was in the easy a I think yeah yeah he okay. was the easy a okay yeah, so yeah, that yeah. dude he smelled bella after you know there was yeah. wind and he was like oh i'm gonna track her because i want to piss off this vampire and right, they're she had like some irresistible blood or yeah something, is, right? yeah i guess like that's why everyone's all about her she's like oh she does smell good <laughs> like yeah. well, does yeah, she really allegory like- for so anyway, showering for so, what for what <laughs> for showering I don't know. <laughs> showering she's got some herbal essences in that hair yeah might as well try some harrow while you're at it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> but okay so the their leader i'm assuming he's the leader because he's always in the middle of the pack you know walking around really yeah. cool movie let's language not, let's not play with our the, food the, yeah sure. let's not play with our food and and, and the, the tracker dude listens to him and he's got the cool dreadlocks all of a sudden because he's after bella he t- he turns on him yeah like i didn't i was like in a wait moment. wait you, you and just then we cut to a scene later yeah where he's, he's like at their house the he's other like i'm not gonna do the these games and- anymore yeah, he's like, I'm not a part of them. I, I don't want to do this. It has to do, and now I'm kind of remembering is that he doesn't cross the line. Like, it's like you don't attack your own kind or something oh, like that. I think it had to okay. do something where, like, vampires, despite the fact that you, you know, they eat, an- they drink animal blood and they drink human, blood, like, like they're still, like, you're not supposed to they're fight still amongst each creatures. other. And the other guys didn't care. And he was like, I'm not associated with that. Yeah. And if they would have, said that yeah it would have been a lot more clear yeah um yeah well here's the thing they do infer it pretty heavily and there is that one conversation at the house but it really is like bad guys show up baseball game bad guys meet good guys and then one bad bad guy's like i'm not really part of it i'll see you later and then (laughs) the rest is big fight until bella wakes up i I, I, i'm telling you it's I, that these are the big cuts. These are the things that like I'm sure this like 500 page book was like. Here's where the demons come, or the vampires come well, and why. I, I don't know, man. I'm not so sure, Rob, for this one particular reason, and I am uh, uh, embarrassed to admit that I've actually seen 
all the Twilight movies because I had a girlfriend. This at is a the no time. judgment zone, right? This is yeah. You're in a you're in a safe. I'm zone good. Right I, you know, because I really want to measure up and be cool to you guys, but like you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't wash away the the. <laughs> and not to bash them because there are good elements in you know yeah in the cinematography was an amazing in my in, opinion yes there's you good said, things in it you said it was flat Rob I, I liked the the shots I think it was flat I liked it I just felt like there was it lacked depth in areas gotcha. yes I, I I can see where that is and it, it felt a little B movie ish at times like whatever but. I'm sh- I'm I'm embarrassed to admit that I've seen all of them because I had a girlfriend at the time that got really involved with them and like forced me to like watch them with her and she t- she paid I think we we'd watch them all on DVD and stuff and then we caught up to the last last one that came out in the theaters I don't even remember the name of it and she bought the two tickets and she's like we're going to go see this movie and I'm like all right well all right you're buying the tickets great let's go and yeah. I fell asleep oh god that would have been me too oh, I, I have to remember this and yeah. Then, yeah, and then I woke up because my girlfriend at the time elbowed me and she's like, I will never take you to movies again. Like, this is so embarrassing. I'm like, this, I mean, this is just such a piece of crap, right? So, but then I wake <laughs> up to like this battle scene between like the Volturi vampires and the werewolves and all this and everything's going on. And I'm like, wow, like this is actually, okay, now I'm kind of into it. There's a battle, this, this is looking kind of cool. And then it happens to be that it was all a vision that like this one, the girl with the the vampire with the short, like flicky uppy hair. Oh, the one who saw had visions. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That one, whatever vision girl. So vision girl touches one of the, the, I remember the Volturi name because uh, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Was it Martin Sheen? Not Martin Sheen. Uh, what is his name? He was, he was in the Underworld movie. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. can't get away Michael from the Sheen, va- Michael Sheen. He can't get away from the vampire films. Yeah. So Michael Sheen. But, <laughs> and, and it's like she does this vision of this battle that could have been, but it didn't happen. I like had to like like my girlfriend had to restrain me into my seat because I was I was adamant about walking out of the theater because I couldn't stand it. And I Googled it. To find out if it was like that in the book, it was exactly like that in the book. That's like Doctor yeah. Strange, though, in the in the in the Marvel movie, uh, the Endgame, not Endgame, uh, Infinity War. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I've I've seen all the all the possible outcomes. outcomes, and we only win one. It's like, well, we can change that. If he got the vision, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to counter all those moves. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. All I'm going to say is, uh, and we'll get into that. We should review Infinity War because I am not yes, along should. with the popular crowd about how great that movie is. But anyway, oh, yes. Right. So apparently, Rob, just to the, reiterate that point, is that I I don't think, again, I have not read the books, but I, I from my understanding is that the books also lack that amount of depth and like there's like spelling errors and like some of the story is like, oh, like I don't, in, I think clearly that they were not expecting these books to be the tremendous hits that they were. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they were expecting success, but not this global phenomenon that Twilight was yeah. for like a pop a culture phenomenon. Yeah. So that's my yeah two cents on that well, that makes sense guys we, we uh we probably need to take one more break if you're okay we, we got to talk about favorite scenes we, we have do to. Have i already said mine things. and we'll go back to it <laughs> well let's do favorite scenes after the break and then we'll do all the other fun stuff all right. <laughs> and we'll we'll uh we'll we'll all stand out in the sunlight and go play baseball okay one sec be right and back sparkle
We're back. It's Magical at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I'm one Rob. There's another Rob, and there's a Peter Magical here. And you know what we're going to do? <laughs> sparkle. Uh, we're not. Sparkle together? <laughs> yes. We're going to sparkle. And uh, uh, oh, we're going to tell our stories to a reporter later on about the times that we were immortal and podcasting. I'm just mixing my vampire stories up, guys. <laughs> Can I ask one question for you guys, though? Yes, please. Bro. Bro. Vampires. Sparkling. What is that about? Like, vampires <laughs> do not sparkle, man. Like, yeah. what, it, what? Please. You're living your, in the past, talking. man. Vampires <sighs> sparkle now. And they apparently also walk out on in the daylight. Even if it's cloudy, it's still daylight. Yeah, they would be, wouldn't they be sparkling? I mean, I guess that's why they live in Seattle because those are just gloomy over there. But like, I mean, like you're talking to my favorite, guess what my favorite Marvel movie is, guys? Mm. It's not Iron Man, it's not Captain America. X-Men 2. It's Blade. Oh, Actually, yeah. to be specific, Blade 2, Blade 2 yes. with Wesley Snipes. Yes. I yes. love that. I have the sword. I have the Blade sword. That's it's, how much it's of a, in my closet ooh, right that, now. Wow, awesome. I yeah. love that. I'm a big fan of Blade. So when this movie came out, I was all like, man, Blade would just like be just going, going haywire on these guys. <laughs> Daywalker. You know, that's it's, vampires to me. You know what I mean? They're scary. They're terrifying. You got to like protect and, and this protect against them. And this one is just like romanticizes them a little bit. It takes away have their pointy threat. teeth, man, in these yeah, movies. It's true. No, they don't. You know, that's the way well, I view vampires. Yeah. I mean, I think vampires are more fun in the traditional way, too. Yeah. I do think it would have been nice if this became like a universe, right? Like, and so then the glowing vampires are just a different type of vampire. Mm, you know, like, okay. I think that could could be something. Like, there's a, you know, the Dungeons and Dragon type game Vampire the Masquerade. Right. Like, yeah, there are... Right. So many different ty- sects of vampires yeah. that believe and worship and have all these different types of things. I think this would be entertaining. Okay. Or a little bit more entertaining. <laughs> these would were... be the vampire's entertainment version yeah. of a vampire. Uh-huh. Or they're like some weird, like, mixture. You know what I mean? Like something happened. Like if they were part of a bigger world and yeah. this was a type of thing, there would be something. But just to say, hey, I'm a vampire. It's like, don't know if I'm on board with anyone believing that. You know? Like even in this world, like, does Bella have Dracula? Well, Nosferatu? Well, like, do these stories exist? They probably do. And here's the thing, though. I, and this is something that I uh, asked uh, earlier. What is uh-huh. springboarding off of that? What is your favorite scene in this movie? Oh yeah, um. <laughs> I wish the view, the listeners could see Rob's face yeah. right now because that <laughs> it's that was sparkling. A fa- oh yeah, <laughs> that was a face of I, uh, sheer commitment to uh, to really finding what his favorite scene was. So you know, quite honestly, I think my favorite scene is when we like see Jacob and his uncle for the second time coming over to the house because the uncle is just like so so frustrated that Bella's hanging out with With Edward and it's like they're laying it on pretty thick at the end of this movie that those guys are werewolves Yeah, Um, and so I thought that was the most 
I mean, even though I knew aspects of that, watching the scene for what it was, was like, a, oh, these are some old heads here in this town and they do not like that rich family. And it felt like the most believable scene and you get the cool like blocking of, you know, Jacob and yeah. and uh, and Bella along with the dad and the wheelchair and everything. I don't know. I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I, I just got to say, man, I want to say something positive about the movie because I don't want to just bash it. You know? That was going to be so. I was going to say, we have to go around and say one thing. <clears throat> one positive thing is I actually think the best actor in the movie and one of the most interesting characters that gets like blips here and there is Charlie, the dad. Like he's actually oh, God, great. Yeah, he's awesome. In the yeah. movie. Like I believe that character. Yeah, like I believe the dad being this angsty, angry dad that was, you know, like he's trying to make a difference, but he's a cop and like, in this, in this time, like he is the most believable character of all of them, and I think he does a phenomenal job, despite being surrounded by like just really bad dialogue and acting. But the, I guess, I don't know, man. My my my, fa- I don't know if I have a favorite scene. I maybe have like a moment or two. Um, Felt like a lot of things blurred together in this when he movie, drives in like a bad set pieces. When I he guess like maybe like when he badass. saves her from the car and uh, he actually puts the yeah, like, yeah. like that sequence was kind of cool where he like blocks the car and then I actually like the the subsequent scene after that where she goes to talk to him because I actually got vampire vibes from him yeah. when she was like I saw what you did to the car and he's like and what exactly was that and like he like smiles yeah. and it's kind of creepy and he's like you hit your head and like and it was like oh this is kind of developing into like a cool little plot to it like and then he was like. Well, no one's gonna believe you, and I'm like, oh, you just fucked that up for me, man. Like, like it's just like, come on, like yeah. what? So I was like, I, I, I will say, I guess maybe that's the moment that I enjoyed. My question is, is that this guy's never met anybody else in 90 years that had that blood, though? Oh, like I, the, the whole that's thing. The that's the problem special. I had with uh, Wonder Woman '84. She hasn't met another guy. In a hundred years. I think it's just because he's a vampire. He's been so like, you know, like he's, I like also, here's actually another thing that I like is where she starts considering the superhero thing. And he says, (laughs) well, what if I'm not the super, the good guy? What if I'm the villain? Like, what if I'm the bad guy? I actually really like that concept. That's when the people are hooked in the book. You know, that's when they're like, yeah, yeah, because that can create some tension. That's like the bad boy appeal. Like that's and I like the idea that he feels conflicted that, look, I'm a fucking vampire. Like I want to do good, but my inherent nature is to like slaughter you and kill you and drink your blood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that part was kind of cool for me. Um, I forgot where I was going with this because. (laughs) <laughs> that's how committed that's I am okay we were talking about positive things um yeah so anyway that's yeah. it yeah well huh you know we chat our positive peter liked the cinematography well no i, I mean like my favorite scene was vampire grandpa. baseball because it's so ridiculous <laughs> sure it was like so bad it was good. so bad it's like what is happening right now they're like jumping around and trying to i mean who's on whose team like what you know <laughs> That's like, a shouldn't good point. It, you, you, I'm just like, wait, so there should be teams, though. I well, mean, they're a family. Yeah, I understand they're a family, but they're just hitting long balls. I mean, it's vampire baseball practice. Oh, I remember where I was <laughs> going with that point is that he didn't meet anybody in 90 years. It's because he thinks he's the bad guy. So he probably stayed away from everybody. Uh, except he's in school. 
every yeah. year he's in school. He even said, there's a whole bunch of my caps. You know, I graduate over and over and over and over. Can you imagine going to high oh, school God. over and over? At least try do, do college, staff, bro. Do the staff not notice? Well, how is he going to go least, to college? He looks like a teenager for the rest of his life. But at least try college. Yeah, but people in college still look like teenagers. That's true. I know fully grown adults that probably still could pass as teenagers. You know? I mean, yeah. I still get carded when I'm getting uh, booze. That's cool. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Rob doesn't seem to too convinced. You no, know, he doesn't. He's not convinced. He's not convinced. <laughs> He's not convinced. Your well, I would have bought it a little bit more if you weren't grinning from ear to ear when you said <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Makes me feel younger again. <laughs> I think that we are definitely all on the same page here. Do we have any final thoughts? I think the only thing that I wanted to say was like, you hit the nail on the head, Rob, when you said like, I don't think people knew what they had on their hands when they were putting out the books. Right. Um, and to the scale that it was going to be. And so then living in a Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter world, turning <laughs> it into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just feels like it was super rushed. Maybe the rest of the movies have double the length, they don't. more details associated they with don't. the books, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> I won't be finding that out anytime soon. Yes. Um, Unless we do the second one soon. <laughs> well, I might have to throw a veto in. No, uh, but I did love the movie. You know, it's my favorite movie from here on out, guys. Uh, there you go. Uh, it's your Superman 2. It's your Superman 2. <laughs> Took you, the words right out of my mouth. You mind. found your um, Superman 2. <laughs> uh, I am intrigued to know how it could go further, but not enough to do it. Uh, happy that we got here and uh, excited to watch more movies. There we go. Different movies. Different movies. That's where I'm at. There we go. Uh, look, guys, it's always good to throw in a new um, wild card, to, for lack of a better word, uh, uh, into the mix with mm-hmm. movies and review stuff that, you know, like uh, I, I really, really I want you, I want the listeners to know, because I'm sure there's a lot of Twilight fans out there that may be listening. It's I did give this movie a shot. I saw it from beginning to end in 2008. I just couldn't get through it because. I've evolved as a filmmaker and for me, it's more like story is key. And I think that the backdrop of the romance, the star-crossed lovers with the vampire twist is actually a great setting for a story. I, I can even live with the fact that the vampires walk in the day and they sparkle, guys. Like, I mean, I don't know if I can actually, but the idea behind For the that purpose of this. <laughs> is that to me, it just seems like a lot of things fell short. I don't think they super rushed the movie. They just it it fell short because the subject matter, the original subject matter, wasn't really that great to begin with. Okay, all right. I got a question for you before shoot. I do my final takeaway. True. They approach you, you to direct. What do to you direct do? Twilight? Uh huh. Hmm. How much money are they offering me? Uh, the same. A couple mil, you know. <laughs> To direct it? Okay, so if they came up to me and they're like, hey, listen, we want you to remake Twilight and here's $2 million to direct, which is a lot of money for a director. It's been yeah. a decade. Um, I actually would take on the project with the condition that I get to remake it as I want to with my vision. Like, I may stray away from the source material a bit. And if they're not cool with that, that's fine. But what I would do differently, 
I would make Edward more conflicted and actually at times attack, try like rest- he's restrained from attacking Bella, but you don't see it, right? Like from Bella's yeah. perspective. Yeah. You integrate the bad vampires in a very much more horror, creepy way. Yeah. Like you amp that terror a little more, right? And then you paint this backdrop that like the Peter Fazelli's character, I forget his Fizzinelli, name. Yeah. Yeah, whatever the, the Carmichael or, or Car- Car- Carmichael or, Carmichael or whatever has groomed them to learn to suppress that thing or whatever. And Vegetarians. Like, yeah, and made them vegetarian vampires or whatever. I would have probably gotten rid of the werewolves because that's a little cheesy for me like mm-hmm. that just back and forth and i get it it forms a love triangle later on in the saga you don't need to bring them in right away though no and honestly we've seen that in a much better executed way with true blood to be honest with you sure. so I, I i don't know man i, I there's a lot i would have done differently uh, i don't want to get into all the details but sparkles my- Sparkles. Uh, he said he didn't have a problem with it, but he might. Sparkles. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I could eat, I could live with the sparkles if they're like, listen, no, we got to keep the sparkles. You could it's, do something though if you had full creative control. That's I the could, thing. It, like, I could. They can do sparkle because sparkle. of. Oh. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Make like, him like could, Gandalf could, the White when he first reappears. I could give it a spin on the sparkle, but I, I probably would be like, if this guy sparkles, he dies. Like, like if sunlight hits him, he's not just going to sparkle. He's going to die. Like he's okay. gonna it's sparkle like for a bit. The sparkles are. He needs to get out of the. He needs to get out his of the Thanos thing. snap. And exactly, and that's what's gonna ignite him. I guess yeah, you know okay. what I mean. Like that's what I would do. But anyway, uh, kudos to. But Stephanie it takes Mayer. like three days in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> kudos to Sony Mayer for swimming in just boatloads of money for writing something. Uh, I, and being in that diner scene that was not she? at all shoehorned in. Was they, she uh, that? that was her. There's one scene where there's like, I don't know what Stephanie Myers looks like, but uh, uh, I will say someone who looks like an extra was sitting at the diner. And then the her. person puts over the, here's your piece of pie, Stephanie. And then it pans to the dad. And I was like, aha. There it is. Wow, they uh, even called her Stephanie? Or is that yep. you just? Yeah, nope, they even called, that's Oh, my, I thought you were just yeah. going like, oh, here's your pie, Stephanie, because it's clearly you. You know what I mean? Like, no, nope. no, they actually no, they said they that actually line. said Stephanie. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Oh, wow. Oh uh, it's just like, hey, Stan, thanks for driving the bus in this Marvel movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord uh, well guys before we uh before we get out of here today i wanted to read uh, one of our more recent <laughs> itunes reviews oh yeah please, please do. do yeah yeah uh this one is one star i hate it no i'm just kidding we don't have any of those um my blood hurts <laughs> we do have this one though that is five stars has subject line noteworthy oh, it's by uh E-R-G, and it goes like this. This podcast hits you in the face with a baseball bat. It is knowledgeable, informative, inspiring, bringing cinematic magic to the podcast world. The triad of opinions blends effortlessly, leaving you wanting more after each episode. I would highly recommend it to all audiences. Even after Raiders of the Lost Ark, Back to the Future, and the Matrix episodes? Wow. wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. They got it. They <laughs> Wait, what, what was wrong with those uh, reviews? No, he said they leave you wanting more. And I'm like, wow, yeah, we gave them a whole hell of a lot in those yeah. episodes. We definitely didn't leave we one anything else. Scene. 
Scene yeah. by scene. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you. ERG is the person who wrote it. Yeah. I think they might have a full name on there that I just didn't want to say on the podcast. Um, now, Can you imagine going scene by scene on Twilight? <laughs> and then <laughs> for Edward the review. stares. And he stares. <laughs> he continues to stare. Guys, guys um, well, I, I think we need to do something. We need to Google that script and find out how many cues ooh. where it's a he stares off for a beat. You know what? Or we're gonna he stares. We gotta I, we, we gotta do a promo. We gotta do a video promo of 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 us for Twilight. This is gonna be hilarious. Or a drinking oh. game. Whatever. Anytime somebody stares off angstly, we uh we we. Oh we, God, I'm gonna be dead, and I I, I can. We drink. could do we could do a live Twitch stream, guys, where we all have to like sync up the second Twilight movie, Jesus. and we just play a bunch. Let's do it. We have a bunch of rules. Let's and do that, it. Uh, of course, we'll talk over it, so we're going to have to have subtitles on on our ends. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. Let's do it. That could be fun. That could be fun. I oh. cannot believe I am into this idea, but let's... Uh, <laughs> should we let anyone know what we're doing next week or let it be a surprise? Because I think it's going to be a special one. It's going to be a special one, but we have to have confirmation still. So I, ah, I, I yes. believe so, it's, it's not a good idea to reveal it just yet because it could probably happen potentially the following week after. So cool. Yeah, listener, just so you know, it may not happen next week, but something's going to happen and it's going to be fun. Um, Peter, you chose Twilight. Would you like to take us home today? Sure. After I let everyone know that they can follow us on Instagram at Magical at the Movies with Rob and Rob. Uh, Magical at the Movies. And that you want to find out more, you can go to uh, uh, heavymetal.com. There we go. Oh, I love it. Yes. We are on Click the, the Heavy Metal link. Network, baby. And leave us a yes. five-star rating and review. Please do. Because we like your opinions. Yes. In fact, I, I got a special <laughs> thing coming up. Uh, the next time I pick, I'm going to be, it's going to be a... Uh, uh, audience choice so i'm gonna be throwing oh yeah. shit i like that i'm gonna idea be uh, very much I'm and gonna i be, would I'm love be doing to hear that. what the audience has to say because yeah guys there's so many movies out there there's oh, so yeah. many great movies there's so many bad movies but movies are movies guys and at the end of the day it always is a hell of an art form and i'm so glad if yes. twilight were the only movie in existence you better believe that it would be my favorite movie because i love movies in general guys thank so, you yep here, uh, here. let's uh let's hear from the fans all right, Peter, take us home. Well, for uh, Rob and Rob, Rob Schulte and Rob Fedrick, I am Peter Madrigal, and you're listening to Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. You will be hearing from us next week. Bye, everyone. Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler, and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Christos Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks and we'll see you again next week.